Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Here we go, yet again. Yay, beer. <laughs> Yay, beer, right? And we are continuing on my elaborate Michigan, yeah. Lake Michigan loop vacation. I like it. I but like we haven't it. left Grand Rapids yet. That's cause... okay, because it's the like beer city. So it is. I think actually this can just says beer city. Made <laughs> with passion in beer city, USA. So yeah, that <laughs> there you is go. An, a perfect <clears throat> description of our experience in Grand Rapids. Right, I don't know if I said it on the last episode, but we made it a point to eat meals at breweries pretty much the entire time we were in Grand Rapids. We didn't do that everywhere on the trip, but sure. we did do that in Grand Rapids well, to and, kind of maximize. Yeah, and a lot of these have really good kitchens. Yeah, like they have exactly. really good like chefs. So there's a lot of smaller breweries that don't, but a lot of the ones in Grand Rapids, literally, like, they, part of their their thing is food. Well, and it seems so. to be, yeah, like you're getting at the trend in Grand Rapids, yes. the business model of, like, the brew pub mm-hmm. with a menu of food seems to be extremely commonplace. Yes, yes. Because almost everywhere that we were like, oh, what brewery will we sure. go to? Almost all of them had a food menu. Yep. And so ultimately, when we were deciding where to go, a lot of times we would just kind of look at the food menu a little bit yeah. and just see if anything jumped out at us. Mm-hmm. And Brewery Vivant, which is what we're going to drink tonight, yeah. is no exception to that because this was probably the best food I had on the trip. Ooh, really? Yes. So uh, we'll get into, you can tell me everything about them, but before <laughs> we do, I just want to say I had, they had... A charcuterie board, which was, Ooh, I of love course, that. always. We <laughs> like when we go to a town, mm-hmm. we Google charcuterie board oh. and try to see what restaurants come up. Nice, a lot of times. Huh. Yeah, because everybody kind of likes that cheese yeah. and meat what and bread like and meat and cheese. I mean, right? come on. Even I like that, and right? I'm a and you're eater, a I don't eat bean. anything exactly. But I love cheese. Right? I mean, love cheese. Nice. Yeah, so, no, yes, same. <laughs> the cool thing about this place is that they had a kid's version of it. <gasps> oh. And it had, like, carrots and chicken tenders and <laughs> cheese and, like, like a kid version of a charcuterie sort of. Well, I mean, isn't a kid version of charcuterie just a Lunchable? I mean, really? Yes. Yeah. And that's, it's, in the simple sense, that's what it but was. But still cool. Like but it was I'm, actually I'm still good. in for it. Yeah. No, I'm, Even I'm still here for that. Even my kids will tell you it was the best meal they had. When we talked oh, wow. about the trip. As we would like sure, leave after, a town yeah. or even What on did the you road. like the best? What did you enjoy the most? Yeah, we totally always yeah. ask that. Yeah. And we were like, well, what what restaurant did you like the most? Mm-hmm. And everybody said this place. Oh, wow. And that's that held awesome. true the whole trip. Very cool. Yeah, so I got to say I got a lot of appreciation. All right. It was a cool place. It was on this nice little like quiet town street. Mm-hmm. There was a little ice cream shop across the street mm-hmm. that we went to that had really good ice cream. Do you know what Brewery Vivant was, that building? It's got to be a church. 
It Is was it a former funeral home chapel. Whoa. So that's close, but not <laughs> yes. the same thing. Because <laughs> I was going to say it definitely had the like it's, chapel. Yeah, appearance. I think the it's got it a, was... yeah, it's got like stained glass and some mm-hmm, of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a former funeral home chapel. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. I got to say, uh, I would not recommend having a funeral there only because there's no parking in the area uh-huh, unless you don't want anyone to come to your funeral okay well. but not a problem anymore <laughs> since it's now a brewery but yes. i will say that at the time when it may have been a funeral home it would have been an extremely inconvenient place fair parking not to good. have people visit you in a memorial setting uh, fair fair yeah no i thought that was that there's always f- interesting things behind the buildings i like that yeah, yeah. uh so brewery vivants it opened in, in 2010 actually um but why don't we open their first beer and we'll have a sip and then we'll talk a little bit about it and then yeah. we can move on so this is farmhand we're drinking their flagship beer um again made in beer city usa grand rapids uh let's see 5.5 abv so i've never had this actually i don't think i've ever had anything by them um they recently started distribution within michigan but i don't know if it's really reached outside of there yet my husband actually said they used to carry this brewery really oh yeah so they used to be out here and i think he made it sound like that the like attraction for it just wasn't high enough for a period and i think that this place just refocus their efforts elsewhere i think they might have changed distributors too okay somewhat recently because the article i was reading was relatively new in terms of who they were talking about using for distribution um but who knows there could be a variety of things so all right let's drink a farmhouse i don't think we've had a farmhouse in a while it's been a long time i think yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm Hmm. Mm. Farmhouse is so unique of a taste. Like it doesn't. It tastes like it just tastes very different than it's. It's. It's I mean, definitely its own style. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not malty like a German lager. Mm-mm. It's not as nearly as sweet as like um, a a Berliner Weiss or not at all. Like yeah, that. it's not. But it's and it's not as funky as a sour. But it's got like a little bit, a very subtle piece of kind of all of those elements. It is. It's like a it's like a cuvee of all the beer styles. Yeah, <laughs> like without being over the top though, mm-hmm. because this is very mellow. Mm-hmm. It's a very subtle flavor. It doesn't hit you over the head. And almost, I don't. It's not bland, but it's so no. mild of a flavor that you really have to take a couple sips of this, I think, to get a better idea of what you're what you're getting everything. Yeah, no, it's it's very smooth, just kind of it's got a little bit of crispness, but not like too much. It's mm-hmm. it's just a very I don't know. It's just farmhouses are a very unique taste to me because it's like I try and pin it like what does it taste like? And I feel like it's just a conglomerate of lots of different exactly. things. Exactly. So I'm always a big fan of farmhouses. I think the reason I like them is because they're very they're very drinkable. Mm-hmm. They're not overwhelming on flavor, but they're no. also not as plain as like a, a pilsner would be mm-hmm. or something like that where you know you say you could drink 20 Miller lights in a day mm. because they're they so like plain and they <laughs> yeah. don't have a strong flavor and they're not high in alcohol content. And this, like, 
checks some boxes like low alcohol content, yes. but actually has an enjoyable flavor that gives you mm-hmm. a little bit more. To me, this is like a good backyard barbecue drink because if you're eating a bunch of different foods and you don't want the beer to too much like, you know, clash with yeah. things you're eating, this is not overwhelming in any like no. particular flavor, but it's just a very kind of crisp like refreshing beer, right. you know, and, and- to kind of bounce off of that, if this was an IPA or a hoppier beer, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to eat, like, let's say, chicken wings that have, like, a spicy flavor. Yeah. Because that would overwhelm exactly. your, Exactly. Like, There's too, too much going on yeah. with Whereas, the f- different flavors. I think this is a good... Like, my husband doesn't drink alcohol when he eats, and I think some of that is, like, the clash of the different yeah, flavors. Yeah. I'm a little bit like that, and too. I, I think a lot of it is because he pretty much only drinks bourbon. So, like, they all have a very strong flavor. Yeah. But like something like this is very easily drinkable when you're when you're somewhere, when you're at a baseball game, when you're at a picnic, when Absolutely. you're something like this, this is like the perfect style if you're looking for a little bit more flavor than like a Pilsner or mm-hmm. like a you know, you know, North American domestic type whatever lager. Um, this is a good flavor, but also goes well with lots of different Absolutely. things. So Absolutely. Um, like a charcuterie board. Like a charcuterie board, for example. Yes. Yeah. Farmhouse. So, yeah. The charcuterie board of beer, perhaps. Oh, I like it. Mm, you get a little bit perhaps, of everything. A little bit of everything. I kind of love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Brewery by Vaughn opened in 2010. <clears throat> they actually are known for their farmhouses, their saisons. Like, sure. Those mm-hmm. are predominantly what they focused on. Um, also, they're very big on sustainability and being green and lots of those kind of things. So interestingly, the owner of Brew Vivant, him and his wife, so Jason Spalding, Jason and Chris Spalding, Jason, some people might know that name, is he's the co-founder of New Holland Brewing. Oh. So he, with his wow. one of his college buddies, um, they started homebrewing in college, and in 96, they co-founded new holland okay uh so that was where he started really was in the beer industry was co-founding a very large brewery yeah Um, wow yeah right so kind of one of my regrets is we didn't run over to new holland uh it's just you know the next town over which seems really easy but Mm -hmm. it's just well you have a a little history of of new holland going to yeah we got a a taste of it if you will Yeah. So yeah. So that was interesting. Um, he actually wound up selling his shares in 2008. Um, okay. He wound up going to Munich and going to a brewing school in between leaving New Holland and opening Vivant. They did open it in 2010. Um, so yeah, in in a former funeral home chapel in Grand Rapids. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, Jason and Chris wound up meeting at New Holland. Because she didn't really like beer, and then she tried in college a Bell's Amber Ale, um, and she actually grew up in Holland, Michigan. So after college, she came back, um, and she wound up frequenting New Holland enough that the owner recognized her. And one conversation that stood out was she was supposedly, and this was in an interview, drinking a Amber Ale from New Holland, and she was telling 
him how Bell's really is superior to. I love it. I love it. This is like this story that you've just told is gonna be my story about my second husband. <laughs> there no, you go. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, but just seriously, have to pick I... the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> but I would. That is such a perfect story. I want to be sitting and drinking a beer and being like, you know what, this is pretty good, but this other but beer that I had somewhere else is better, better, and here's why. And I want the person I'm telling the story to be like, what are you doing after this? Do you want to hang out? Like, That's quite literally like yeah. he remembered her name after that and wound up asking her out on a date, and mm-hmm. now they're together and they own a brewery. So. I love it. Well, obviously yeah. she's qualified because right? she has good taste. Because Belle's Amber is a good beer. Exactly. She is not yeah. wrong. That was like one of the one of she didn't really like beer. She was saying, but that was the one that she wound up like getting her into craft beer. Nice. Um, so yeah, so kind of interesting. Um, and that's how they met was at New Holland, and now they own Vivant. So that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. Cool. Yeah, I that's didn't know awesome. he was uh, had anything. I didn't realize he was part of New Holland until I started kind of looking stuff up. So brewery Vivant, Vivant is essentially like lively to be alive. There. Um, you know, their feeling is very much like live the good life um, type thing. I kind of touched on a little bit that they also focus on sustainability. Um, so annually, they actually publish a sustainability report with goals um, about reducing waste, reducing water and carbon footprint, focusing on local suppliers. They also donate 1% of their sales every year um, to local charities, and they also require over 400 hours of volunteer work every year of, across their employees um so they do a ton of stuff they're what's called called a certified b corporation um which a company certifies different organizations that essentially have achieved the highest levels of accountability and transparency related to really their social and environmental impact on the world really um so they're very much um (coughs) apparently chris before she got into the beer world, worked um, in nonprofits, and then worked in corporate America trying to kind of produce environmentally friendly products. So she's, her values are very much the environmental, socially conscious okay. type thing. So cool. she's bringing Great. that to the table. Jason's bringing the beer to the table together. It works pretty well Um, i think so yeah so uh one other interesting thing that i was reading actually watching an interview that they did um that they asked which is kind of similar to sometimes when we interview people they asked who their bucket list drinking companion oh i like that dead or alive um and they said barack obama so interesting pick um Jason commented that he thinks he would have a lot of good stories, but you got to get him a little bit loose. So yeah, be I a good... totally see that about him. Yeah, I uh, I I often kind of go back to this little issue I have with Barack Obama, which is not in any way philosophical or political, <laughs> uh, and it has to do with he did like this little get together between like a professor and like someone in law enforcement and himself, Mm, like a little round table, if you will, I think, but it was more of like a social thing. And of course it was on TV Okay, and he was, everybody was supposed to pick a beer. Oh, and he picked like, I think he picked Bud Light and Mm. I was like, no, you're from Chicago. You need to be drinking a Chicago beer. And Bud Light's not even an American company. Like, it's not... Even then, it wasn't. And so I, like... I would drink with 
Obama happily sure. because I do think he's got some great stories. Exactly. I think that would yeah, be really I fun. totally. The the reasoning was top notch. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I also have to encourage him to drink something else, and maybe eventually he did, and that would be wonderful. I would really be happy to hear that. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe after the presidency finished wearing on him. <laughs> He yeah. was able to sit back and have a nice drink. I yeah. I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I do hope so. So anyway, so I thought that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. Um, yeah. So I learned about Brewery Vivant this time around. Uh, so well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. That was a right? good story. Uh, so. I like I said, we had a great great meal there. Not only did I have a charcuterie board, mm. I also. Of course, because I always order this when it's on the menu. I got the steak frites because <clears throat> I, love steak I like frites. always get the steak frites. I can't resist it. Um, and I, of course, got it there. And it was just like, nah, like perfect. perfect. And what oh, I love nice. the most about steak frites mm-hmm. at a restaurant that isn't like a fancy pants <laughs> sure, sure, French sure. restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it's like in the $25 range mm-hmm. and you still get a good steak. True. Because mm-hmm. if you cook that cut right, it's really good. And I just, like, love that. I'm I love that totally about steak treats. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. Well, let's move on and keep having all this fun. Yes. Which is what we're going to do. You know, we've been having a lot of fun lately, and I'm really glad because uh, yes. fun topics are always good. Mm-hmm. You know, we did talk about compromise. uh last time which was kind of serious so mm-hmm. this will be a little bit more of a, a little chill. bit lighthearted. yes yeah so we're gonna talk like about it. hobbies and secret talents <laughs> which i know probably sounds like secret talents like what is <laughs> right what is that and i hope you guys are going to learn something about us you didn't know yes. even if you know us really well this is true <laughs> so um I, as usual, mm-hmm. liked to try and think back mm. to my childhood and what maybe my hobbies were then. Maybe sure. my if I had any secret talents as a child. No, I was not an athlete. Or yeah, no, me neither. I was I never didn't good at sports. <laughs> get a scholarship to go away to college for anything, so I can't speak about anything like that. Yeah, no. Obviously, one of my three wishes was that I would instantly become good at something that mm-hmm, I learned how to mm-hmm. do. And, of course, if I did have that skill, I probably would have gotten a scholarship for something. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Nope. Not even kind Uh, of. So, you know, we'll just keep that wish in the hopper. (laughs) Because I'd still pretty much accept that happily, even as an adult. Yeah. Any skill. Something. (laughs) Something would be nice. All right. (laughs) So what... What are or what are, were what were some my secret talents stood out. or yes. talents rather? Yes, yes. Uh, I was very good on a pogo stick. <laughs> I, I remember you had a pogo stick. Before, but yeah, I was really good at it. I could jump on a pogo stick without my hands on the oh. brake, like on the little cross yeah, beam, yeah. Uh, yeah. very successfully. I never okay. did a flip, mm-hmm. but that's also because. I do not belong upside down. Mm-hmm. I do know Fair. I do not do somersaults or <laughs> I remember the day we had to do backward rolls and Ooh. PE and I like almost stayed home from school <laughs> because I was like my body does Doesn't not do, do that. that. I remember my father who was an older dad if you mm-hmm. will sure, because sure. I have an older brother and yeah. I was a, my parents were a little bit older when they yeah. had me. I remember um him being like, "Oh, it's really easy." And he just sat down on the floor and did a backward roll and i was just like first of all it wasn't clean it was hey but you gotta commend the efforts like (laughs) yeah i think about stuff like that that my dad did when i was Mm -hmm. a kid my dad was 
40. Yeah, when we were when kids. I was born. Yeah. So So I'm 40 right now. Ooh, I can't do that. <laughs> I cannot do a backward roll. And these talents that I have, the pogo stick thing, I cannot do that now. I don't uh, know that no, I would, we would be break willing something. to try. You would, to- no offense, yeah, would no, break something. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I don't even think sure. I would be comfortable even getting on a pogo stick, yeah. let alone doing any tricks at all. Yeah. I also was very good at, and again, Joe Frangella standing out. Uh, I would stand on my dad's shoulders uh, and he would walk to the deep end of the pool oh. and we would go to this hotel in Galena <laughs> and I would be able to like balance up there. Mm, Although okay. I think that's more my dad's talent then because it was eventually yours. he would yeah. be under underwater, the water. right? Yeah. <laughs> and he did this over and over and over again with me. Like so often. Go Joe. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I but feel like I that's was... his actually. I know. Talent. That was a little bit of both mostly him fair so if that gives you any idea what i've got for talents here you guys (laughs) that's it that's all the talents from childhood as for hobbies Mm -hmm. when i was a child and you can relate to this one and it's connected to what we're doing right now in my opinion Mm -hmm. i very much enjoyed tea parties with my cats oh yeah we totally did yes, that. Yes, there are pictures of Lauren and I having tea. <laughs> that is with totally cats. true. <laughs> and I like to think that that was the original inspiration that, that for this start podcast because we would get dressed up. Yeah, and we would set up we our would drinks. S- yeah, we would set the table, uh-huh. and the cats would get a little plate that had ham on it, mm-hmm. and they would sit there and they would eat the ham, and we would drink our tea. <laughs> It was awesome. That, and, oh my gosh, bringing back memories. Holy cow, from a long yeah. time ago. So I would say playing dress up was a hobby of mine as a child. Mm. Uh, I really did enjoy that. I had a sweet bag of mm-hmm. dress up clothes yeah. that I still wish I could find. Ooh. My mom maintains she sold them in a garage sale inside the new kids on the block bag that I used to keep them in by the way. But your mother keeps everything. But she kept everything. So I have a like, bag of My Little Ponies. Yeah. I'm pointing at it right in my here. basement. Yeah. It's got My Little Ponies in it, and it's a My Little Pony bag. Yeah. I. It would shock me that your mother actually she, sold any of your... Where are they, Lauren? Where are they? I would wear those dresses. They were adult women They were, because they dresses. were... Yeah. Exactly, that wear we would them wear as kids. Now, yeah. if I had them, they would be cool vintage clothes. We play dress up all the time at your house. I know. We, we totally right? did. That's the yeah. hobby. That was, my, totally that was the did. hobby. Yeah. Totally. Oh, my gosh. So that's what I came up huh. with. <laughs> I don't feel like I had a lot of fun talents as a kid. Like, I just feel like I wasn't, I clearly was not good at any sports. Like, I was fine. I played same. a couple. I was the same. But, like, I wasn't good at any of them. Um, I was always good at math. I was in mathletes as a kid. Like, I was always good mm-hmm. at that, but that's not really fun. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I it's don't, not like cat tea parties. Right? Fun. Like, that's totally fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I did, my hobbies as a kid were, like, the usual things. Like, I, we played games. I, I actually liked, like, I liked Barbies as a kid. Yeah, and me too. Puzzles. I really liked puzzles. Nice. I still That's good. actually like puzzles. I kind of like puzzles too, although yeah. I get tired of being hunched over a mm. table. It's not that I don't like doing a puzzle because I do very much enjoy it, yes. but I think that as an adult, 
you feel like you have to do like a 2000 piece really yes. challenging puzzle mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a little too much for me that's fair yeah we my husband bought this puzzle that's very complicated and i kind of <gasps> gave up on it and now i'm mm-hmm. like i want to i want a pretty puzzle um a pretty puzzle i like so that so i bought myself a different puzzle and then i finished that one um <laughs> but i always liked like puzzly type games like tetris and kind sure, of yeah. any of Me those too. things i always like liked and then reading i spent a lot of time reading as a kid um but i mean i don't know i feel like as kids comparatively to my children and part of that is where we currently live i spent so much time outside so literally like on my bike when you know right, all day and really a hobby per se no but like but riding like around being on your outside bike and, and swimming like, in your pool yeah all, so many more outdoor <clears throat> things than i feel like my children currently participate in um but i yeah. also feel like part of that I is because that. we don't really have a lot of neighbors to play with so yeah. like they just are by themselves a lot so we've been very fortunate actually this summer has produced some neighbor kids that we didn't fully realize existed Mm -hmm. a little boy who lives around the corner is a year older than my youngest nice so he's going to be in fourth grade my son is going to be in third third yep uh and he's an absolute delight like the nicest most wonderful kid also there's kids who live across the street from us Mm -hmm who have two boys that are exactly the same age as my two and a little sister. Mm. And this little sister, they actually came over to my house today and this was the first time they've come inside Oh yeah, yeah. because we really just started hanging out with them and we were on vacation for a bit and then we were kind of just on our own because we got these kittens and we weren't really having people over. Yeah. And, um... This was the first day we had them come in and play, and this little girl comes in. And first of all, I forgot that when a little kid comes over, you need to watch them. (laughs) I never left her alone, but there was like a moment where I like went upstairs to grab something and came back down. But it's a whole lot different to have like eight and eleven year old than it is to have like like four or five. That's I know she's little. Yeah. And uh, also, she is like the cutest, sweetest little girl on the Mm. planet, which is great. Although she's very loud. So we have these kittens. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I don't know if she's ever been around a cat before in her life. Because she was just like so excited (laughs) about them. Just like jumping up and down and screaming. And they were just like, dude, what is happening? What is is with this kid? Like they're alarmed by even my children running up Mm -hmm. at them. Because cats are like that. That's what cats are like. But like... This little but girl. But the screaming and the jumping and the, yeah. But it was excitement. adorable. And I will say it's been very nice because almost every single day mm-hmm. there's been some social interaction with these That's kids in the really neighborhood. That's really nice. Yeah. It was, when we were kids, I feel like almost less than hobbies, it was just spending time with like the neighborhood kids. Yeah. Like Agreed. that was what yeah. we did when we were kids. Our kids have some hobbies i asked my kids what their special talents were my daughter has none um or she's like i don't know no she should have (laughs) i don't know uh my son says building things which is totally accurate i would have said the same thing for him because he put together the expert legos in like you know seven hours or something like that, all by right. himself with no help and he was eight so i was like no not even he was seven um so i'm like yeah no building things is totally your thing like he yeah. built one of the discovery like sets like a, a working engine like it works and all by himself no help nice so building things is definitely he's a mechanically brained person my oldest who's autistic i feel like 
he doesn't necessarily have a hidden talent. Like, there's no... Most autistic kids are not like Rain Man. They don't have these weird talents. Like, sure, the vast right. majority are nothing, are nothing like what you see on TV. Um, but he loves art. Yeah, and I was going to say, so he does draw quite a lot. He draws freehand. He does not like coloring within the lines. He likes just drawing whatever is in his head and whatever colors. Like, he... I made, like, coasters and, like, keychains out of one of the things that he drew with chalk, actually, outside a few years ago. He made this huge, like almost like a rainbow but almost more abstract like just colorful chalk drawing like just all on his own and that's like he likes that like art is his thing so that's cool yeah so that's that's great i mean most kids at his age Mm -hmm. don't have a passion yes i mean i i feel that way about both of my kids my oldest Mm -hmm. gets really excited about things sort of i wouldn't know i would call it more of a fad a lot of Mm. times though agreed half the time they get excited about something and then like a week or two later i'm like what happened to that thing oh i don't know yeah my you talked about it for like three weeks and then nothing my youngest got really into the piano at one point we used to have a piano and well before I got rid of it, mm-hmm. he had started to get into it. Yeah. And we had this little lesson book from when my brother was growing up that oh, yeah. my brother had given to us for him to play. Sure. And he was starting to work through it. Cool. And, like, go through pages. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some piano lessons. Yeah. That would be so cool if you right. want. Sure. And he was like... He was like, well, is there like an app or something for me to practice? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I'll look I'm into no that. Idea, yeah. Maybe. You know, because this was when things were, people yeah. weren't really getting together still. This sure, was sure. like during the bad times. Yep. And I was like, well, maybe that's interesting. You know, maybe we'll look into that. And everything I found was like, a you know, a monthly subscription that right. you pay annually. And yeah. it's like $300. Oh, it's no. like an obscene amount of right. money. And the odds are good that they're not going to actually no, follow through with this. There's so. no way he would have kept it up, no. man. It was no. like two weeks later, we got. He was like, "I don't want to do this anymore," and we like got ultimately rid got rid yeah. of the piano. Yep, yeah. Because it's so big and it took up so much room in no, our I house. No, I get it. We have one that I'm like haven't given up yet. And it, it's more for me. So one of my talents, I guess, when I was a kid, was I played the piano actually sure. pretty well. Yeah. My teacher at the time had actually written some of his own music, and like he was nice. he was old then. I'm sure he passed away like 20 years ago. But um. But, like, I was pretty good at the piano. Far mm-hmm. better than I was at the clarinet. I sucked at the clarinet. <laughs> um, but, so we still have a piano sitting in, in our living room just collecting dust and miscellaneous clothing that it gets thrown on it. It's great. Um, it's great for holding things. I will is. say that, yes. like, we're sitting next to a collection of pictures yes. that used to be hanging on my wall uh, slash put around places. Sure, sure. And we're still working on putting things back on the walls from when we when painted. When painted, yeah. And one of the things I noticed, if you look behind you, I have a bunch of like little picture frames, oh, is yes. I don't have shelf space like to I used put to. things on. And, oh. Yeah. And the piano was a great surface for it's that. It totally yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So that's yeah. what it's currently used for. But at one point, I was good at the piano. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. I, I feel like there were a lot of things that I was getting good at and then i just stopped like i was decent not great but i was decent at ice skating because i took lessons when i was a kid and i just stopped doing that and then piano i think that stopped more when i went to high school and i felt like there was other things that because it was saturday mornings that i used to take lessons and so that ended at some point so i feel like i just never really fulfilled any of the things I could have been. Oh, please good don't. At. <laughs> Let's not. 
let's not dwell on things like that. Yeah. As we both know, I would not yes, be a professional yes. pogo sticker right now <laughs> if I kept up that with it. That should definitely be an Olympic sport. Yeah, I'm not sure why it isn't. Pogo sticking? I feel like it totally should be. I yeah. could totally turn that into a... I like it. I mean, I like had it. I continued, I Sure, suppose. sure, sure. Not now. Now you'd break something. But Absolutely. But yeah, so what about now? So what about now? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> secret talents that I have now. Oh, man. I mean, you know... Let me think. So, <laughs> so I have to I have to borrow a page from your son's book and mm-hmm. say that I really enjoy building things, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is kind of random because maybe I don't come off as someone that like wants to do like hand building work. or fixing. Both, I, I feel I like, like you both. do. Yeah. I I do like fixing things. I do like yes. solving puzzles, yes, which goes yes, back yes. to the whole like puzzles. Yeah, the fixing, the fixing. And I, but I do really enjoy um, building, putting things. something together. Yeah, yeah. I built the collar on my keyser, which yeah. was basically just like a rectangular frame. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of like math and lining things up and leveling oh, yeah. things out and drilling holes in mm-hmm. the right place and co- squaring off corners. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure. looking at the thing <laughs> and I'm remembering all of the <clears throat> all, it all took of the to things get there. I did, the successes and the failures that were the keyser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed that. That's awesome. I liked learning how to do it. Yeah. I liked doing it. I liked figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I uh, helped a friend who's a carpenter build a table for oh, my yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's got um, basically like an interior box inside underneath the tabletop mm-hmm. surface so that we can set up board games yeah, that we game may table. play yeah. long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game table. Uh, I really enjoyed putting that together. Nice. I really enjoyed coming up with the the schematic for it i did all of that my friend just yeah did not the... to minimize what he did sure, sure, he sure. did an insane amount yes uh and i happily paid him for his efforts <laughs> yes because <laughs> he deserved it yeah but uh yeah i really enjoyed it's that your brain child yeah <laughs> yeah i think that i obviously like knock out ikea furniture in no time flat i have never <laughs> had a piece of ikea furniture that said it requires two people mm-hmm uh, require me to get a second person. A I do not person. do that. I build. I this. There's a couch next to me oh. that I built myself from IKEA. It wasn't difficult, but it is heavy. Yeah. And I did. You know, I just figure out a way to uh, do things like that myself, yeah. and I really enjoy that. But you're right. Fixing things is also kind I, of in the I same. I say vein. that because I feel like there's often times that you're like something is broken. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna YouTube this and I'm gonna figure it out myself. Yeah, I will like, solder this totally on my that. dryer yes. myself. I yes. will replace the igniter on my furnace myself. Yes. yes. I feel like oh, that's what YouTube is for, you guys. Yeah. You're supposed to teach. I learned how to use my sewing machine by watching videos on YouTube. And I just feel like, mm-hmm. you know, if if it doesn't become obvious after a video or two, then maybe then, hire a professional. Then but perhaps you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, if maybe you can find figure somebody. it out. Yeah, no, that's... So I do like that. Okay. Uh, I do think that's, I would call a talent of mine. Yeah. As for hobbies, <laughs> other than drinking beer, which I do think is, is a hobby, hobby. because totally a hobby. I appreciate beer, yes. which is different, in my opinion, than just yes. drinking. Everybody can drink. Yeah, but I agree. I definitely... Well, this, this is a yes. hobby. Uh, like, the yeah. podcast, I <laughs> yeah. hope that's on your list. <laughs> yes. The podcast is definitely a hobby, one that I very much enjoy and wish we did more of. I know, right? I wish we got together oh, three life. times a week. Yeah. Uh, but that's... 
probably never gonna happen no unrealistic uh yeah goals with that one but it is a hobby of both of ours and quite fun so yes, yes. i enjoy i enjoy watching movies and mm-hmm. new television shows i do that with my family mm-hmm. i enjoy seeing movies with friends when the opportunity mm-hmm. presents itself i think i've seen enough movies at this point that i feel like I can appreciate them the way I appreciate beer in the sense that oh, I can yeah. compare and contrast, say what I like and don't like. Yeah. So I do think that's a good hobby for me. Trip planning, which you oh and I Oh my gosh, both we both have that. Yeah, I am Talk about That's literally a hobby. A I always have a I always have a trip that I'm planning. Like almost always. I like message you trip <clears throat> plans for random a, right? I messaged yeah. Lauren today about a private island <laughs> rental in yes. Wisconsin. Yeah. For no reason. I just was like, oh, this is cool. Other than it's cool. And it's like, I want to take a maybe. boat to an island and be left there. Yeah. Like, I have an entire Airbnb like board of just cool places. I have that too. They're like all over the place. Oh, yeah. But they're all just unique, cool places that if we're ever like, hey, we don't know what we want to do. Let's just and like. just pick one I'm of just them. like, we're just going to go How with about this? this one. This Airbnb is where we're going. I have and that we exact will same thing. work around that I love as that. our vacation. I love that you also have that. Yes. No, I am a huge, huge vacation planner. I always just like having something to look forward to. And it's yeah. fun for me to plan out those things yeah so that is exactly how i feel i mean we went on this michigan trip yeah and it just like evolved into what it ended up being yeah and in a really awesome like beautiful way Mm -hmm. like like a week before the trip i'm sitting at your house and your husband walks up to me and he's like you gotta go Go to this this lake yes (laughs) and you gotta (laughs) see that you can't pronounce but you gotta go there yeah (laughs) And you got to go there and you got to see this lake and you got to, it's perfectly clear mm-hmm. and it's 50 foot deep and it's in a spring, there's a spring and yep. it's so cool. And it was like the best part of my trip. Right? Yeah. And it was like a super random Totally stop. random. That's, was, we were there 20 minutes. Sometimes those are the coolest things though, is the like random off the beaten path things yeah. that like you might have missed yeah. if you were driving too fast. He was fast. just like, it's yeah. kind of a middle ground between where you're coming from and where you're going. Mm-hmm. Be a nice stop for lunch. Just get out. it's kind of a small around. town. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And it turned into part of our trip because I was like, you can't just like ignore a suggestion from someone. You've got to figure out what they're talking about. People don't mention the best part of their trip for you to ignore it. Fair. Yeah. And they're not going to mention the like crappy part of their trip unless they're like, don't do this. Yeah. They're like, this is a waste of your time. (laughs) And then you're like, noted. Okay. Don't do this. But yeah. yeah. No, that's definitely. Yeah. Trip planning is definitely up there on my list. Um, packing of, of any fitting things into a yeah, container. Let's call, or... it, let's call it what it is, Lauren. This is puzzling in the real world that Lauren, I, I can't emphasize enough. It's her talent. Okay. But like, it, it is. It I can't is. emphasize enough how good you are at packing a trunk yes. with luggage. I've gone on enough trips with you now. Most of them were like, weekend trips to western to visit the boyfriends but like i've gone on enough trips with you where we're looking at your little what was the car you had in college what was that car firebird the firebird yeah with a tiny ass truck you guys know what a firebird is (laughs) a 1984 it's not it's not it's not a road trip car no however (laughs) we used to take this car to western and we would bring more stuff than necessary yes totally (laughs) 
<laughs> Sometimes there was a reason, like, we were bringing a specific thing with us, but yeah. most of the time it was just, like, why do we have all this stuff? But, uh... Yes. Yeah, and she just, like... It didn't matter. There could have been six people riding in that car, and all of their stuff was fitting in it. No problem. Like, for sure. Yeah. Trunk, packing trunks, it's, even to this good. day, is definitely still yeah, one of Yeah, I could have used you on my Michigan trip because yes. I kept buying beer. Oh, and you're like, where do I put and this? And I was like, at one point, I like put a case on top of all the stuff, and it like slid forward and, and like, almost knocked my kid unconscious. Like, oops. And I was like, dude, you got to grab that. Yeah. Well, like, on the highway, I'm like, you got to grab that and put it down there, or you're going to yeah, get killed gonna by get that. <laughs> it's going to knock but you I out. Definitely then I'm going to have a passed out kid in the backseat. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Yes. But yes, that is... That is one of my talents. Don't quiz me on this other one, but so my friend Megan always says, a handful of my friends actually, one of my weird talents is that usually someone can say a date. Like, oh, I have this thing on November 15th and I'm not going to do it now because I'm totally not going to remember. And I'll be like, oh, that's a Tuesday. What? And they're like, what do you mean it's a Tuesday? I was like, oh, that's a, that's a Tuesday, November 15th. And I'm sure it's not because I'm not paying attention. But I do it all the time. Like, that's an excessive amount of time to where awesome. multiple people have pointed out, like, how do you know that? And I think part of it is because I do have such a crazy logistical schedule that I'm often like, oh, well, I know I need to do this on this date. And it all lines up. But, like, people will throw out random dates. And I'll be like, oh, no, that's a Monday. I have to work. And they're like, how in the heck do you, do you know? That. I Now yeah. that you've said that, you do that with me. <laughs> because every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, can you get together with me on a Tuesday night? And you're like, or I'll name a right, date. Yeah. And you'll go, ah, oh, Tuesdays aren't good because Wednesdays I work early. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, right. She keeps mentioning that because <laughs> obviously you know that. And I never think about it. Fair. You know, well, it's my... my life. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, that is something that multiple people have been like, it's that's a super weird thing that you that's have. That's a good like, one, Like the way I your like brain... It works i asked my husband this and i said what is your talent and he says that he is an excellent judge of character awesome on a like first meeting basis oh so So he can judge people based on first impressions really well maybe not even first impressions but he reads people so like facial expressions how they're looking if they're jittery if they're like and like what they talk about, how they talk, like interesting. He, but he literally, which I think is part of it. But he just says he's an excellent judge of character. I like, <laughs> I like how he framed it, and that was like the that broad description yes. of what it was. And then your explanation, I totally get. But like him saying, "Oh, I'm no, a good judge I'm, of character." Yeah, that's literally all he makes said. me kind of feel like I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. What? What are you a cop? Excellent no. judge of character. You have to tell me if you're a cop. Yeah, are you a cop? Uh, I think. Uh, he, I mean, granted, he did go to college to be law enforcement, so maybe he and he's gone to a ton of like um, classes about how to tell if people are lying, essentially, because he does arson investigations too. Oh, sure. So, but yes, he... we speak on that. We've spoken <laughs> yes. about that at length. Me and yes. Brandon. Yes. How do you burn down a house and not get caught? I mean, no, um, mm. not that. But during my friend got married the, in June, and part of his speech, so he introduced me. I was the, the maid of honor, but he was in the wedding party, and he introduced me because he is why me and Barb met. Yeah, because we met through him, right. and he said that she is the only person in his lifetime that he got wrong when he judged her 
upon oh. initial meeting. <clears throat> Everybody That's else he claims he's been right about over the years. That's good, uh, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, I was going to say, I like... feel a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> by what you just said, but I also, I mean, he still talks to yeah, me, you're so still I guess around, it's fine. So it's fine. But he's like, <laughs> the people that I thought were bad people were bad people. The people that I thought were good people are good people, except for Barb. Barb, he thought, he called her a, a bad name when they first met, and... um now they're like best friends. So well, that's so he got it wrong once, but apparently that's one of his secret talents. Is... That's very interesting. Yes. I like that. I'm glad he got her wrong because she seems to be awesome. My interactions yes. with her have always been very positive. Yes, she is super nice. But that that was his apparently. I love it. So yeah, I love it. All right, I'm going to open our devastation, which is really like totally not their typical beer so yeah, this is such a weird thing that i had to yes. buy it. i also tasted it at the brewery and it's just thought, so felt weird. weird about it then right so okay you describe what are we drinking well, <laughs> i mean you guys aren't it's like you're almost not going to believe me if you've ever had a semi decent yeah. beer before uh, we're drinking a bourbon barrel aged mm-hmm. double ipa which doesn't go together like it and then I've never seen this. I'm sure it exists somewhere. I agree, but I have never had this. It's a 9.2 percent ABV double IPA, bourbon, bourbon barrel, barrel aged. Race for impact. I can't. I can't get over the whole all of this that we got going on here. When I went to the brewery, my husband was like, "What are you going to order?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." And he was like, ah. <laughs> You're not going to get the bourbon barrel aged double, double IPA. IPA. And I was like, "Oh my oh, god!" Yes, of course I am. Well. Oh. Okay, it smells like an IPA. It's got the aroma that you would expect. But the combination of flavors, you get that like... Dude. You get barrel-aged. Man, this is so weird. But like, it's not in a bad way. It's, it's like, it's delightful. Strange. But <laughs> it's super unique. Right? Because you get all of that hoppiness and the bitter, like, of the double IPA. You get a little bit of citrusy. But it's got that, like... I usually use this word in a negative sense when I talk about bourbon barrel age, but it's got that like syrupy heat of a bourbon barrel age yeah. beer. It's got that alcohol that you can taste at the end, like mm-hmm. you when you're you're done and it's still sticking on your tongue. Like yep. you've got that. It's not a bad thing. Like sometimes you say aftertaste, but like that's when you really get that barrel is at yeah. the end, and like the front, the aroma. It's a little bit off from what you would expect of a double IPA. It mm-hmm. still smells very characteristic. Yeah, it's got of a it. lot of qualities of a, a double lot, IPA, yeah. but it definitely it's got that has yeah. that little kick at the end mm. of a barrel aged beer. It totally does. It's one hundred percent got that that alcoholy I know finish right? to it. It's weird. But it's so weird. Like it's so weird. I do not expect that barrel. From a double IPA, like I, my, it's like my brain, you know, when you're expecting one thing and then you drink, like, yeah, you're expecting you a root beer, water. you're yeah. drinking like a ginger ale, like, but like, it's just so, my brain isn't computing. It's, it's very unique. Yeah. 
Hmm. Of course I had to buy it for that reason. Oh, for sure. I needed you to drink it. I needed yeah, another person no, to be I like, definitely what is need... this magic that it we have? It is. Like, and it's not bad. I don't want to say that. It's just very unique. Like, I like, I love double IPAs. Like, yeah. and I'm a huge bourbon barrel aged beer fan. Like, it's just a very unique combination of flavors that I don't expect to get yeah, right? in the same glass. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is super interesting also it's kind of off of their normal like you know it's not normal for them yeah so that's super interesting the whole concept is really interesting uh because it's really not in their wheelhouse of what they typically would do um so yeah i was just looking at the can because i half expected it to be a collab with somebody no i looked at it it too it's not it's just theirs and it's got a crazy looking like demon eating eating a hop fighting some warriors yeah like i don't know there's a lot of stuff going on here dude devastation it is but i like it it's cool it's very unique i'm gonna have some more i agree yes please do cool all right well this was fun as always yeah thanks for joining us again you guys and we'll catch you on the next one yeah bye thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint be sure to find us on facebook twitter and instagram and make sure that you rate review and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts have a great week and cheers to you all